Hello, listener land. Greedy here. Today's episode has triggers and spoilers. Look to the show notes for times of those segments to avoid them. There will be a tone preceding each segment to remind you. Warning for underage listeners. This is an adult-oriented podcast. There will be frequent references to kink, sex, crude language, and various other grotesqueries. If you're under 18 and looking for answers and upfront advice about sex, please visit scarletteen.com. Also, for the dude bro listeners out there, this is nerdy shit. Go away. Welcome to the Gotham Press Podcast. This is a verbal orgy about anything like the Grafenberg spot. The difference between Star Trek and Star Wars. The finer points of throwing a pair of floggers and just whatever the hell we find to talk about. That said, if you have a desire to learn these and many more kinktastic nerdgasms, stay tuned. What the hell is that? Now see, that's the kind of reaction I thought you might give. Also, Zealus is not going to be happy that you're stealing his look. Well, mine's bigger. (laughs) That doesn't mean... (laughs) That's only in one spot, though. Uh, Well, he and I will chat when, uh, when we see each other next time. Will you chat or will your mustache just start a fight? Possibly both. <laughs> okay. Do we get to have a picture of just your mustache? Yeah, I think we'll do that. We will do that. <laughs> Hi, Greedy. Hi, awesome. How are you? Well, I was wondering what all the... Cloak and Dagger was about, but now I know. <laughs> You're trying to be Burt Reynolds. <laughs> e- I don't know about that. Well, I'm trying to think of what other mustaches would be to that uh, caliber. I don't know. You could be Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio in, in uh, Django Unchained. I still have not seen that. That's because you don't watch movies, Greedy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have seen, I have seen a movie recently. Which movie did you watch? I went and saw Captain Marvel. What did you think of it? I thought it was fun. I I actually saw it twice recently, so it was it was a fun movie. Um, there's there's bits and pieces of it that you're clueless about. Uh huh. I am. <laughs> but for the most part, it was it was a it was a fun ride. Okay. What did you see it yet? Yeah, I saw it. What did you think? I enjoyed it. It was a decent origin story. I was going to say, what do you think of uh, Nick Fury and his love, his animal love? That was hilarious. Um, I, I suppose I suppose we should give a spoiler warning, yeah? Sure, why not? Okay. I, we're going to talk about Captain Marvel for a bit, kids. <laughs> Finding out how uh, Nick Fury lost his eye was, that was a, that was a lot of fun. Because I, I'd wondered for a long time. Cats. Kind of cat, I guess. <laughs> but was it really a cat? What was it called? A flurbin or something? I think that's it. Flurbin? It's close enough. Whatever it was, it, it sounded like something that uh, Furby morphed into. But um, Then it became a tentacle monster. <laughs> yeah, it became a tentacle monster disguised as a cat. Well, I guess they couldn't have Brood in the movie, so they had to have a Groot-like moment. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, think about it. You had Hulk in his 
beating of Loki and Thor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Groot and his usual, I'm just going to pick everything up and beat them. Yeah. And now you have the Flurbin. <laughs> yeah, that, that dude. Yeah. Did you say all the way to the very end? I did. I did. I, I stayed and watched uh, all the extras and seeing the thing vomit on, uh, Fury's. on Fury's desk was worth the wait. Worth the wait. Well, at least now we know where the uh, Tesseract came in at. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very happy I know that now. know a little more of its origin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be interested to see how that evolves from here. Well, we did. Hmm? We did. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying... I'm <laughs> from where we are with Captain Marvel to the current movies, um, I'm, I'm sure there's time in between from where the cat threw up on Fury's desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Fury, not Nick, not Nicholas. Fury, Fury. just Fury. Um, I'll I'll be interested to see that, and I'm, I'm sure I'm sure eventually they'll delve further into um, what's her name, the the old lady that uh, pretended she was a human and uh, worked for worked for the Air Force secretly, and ultimately died. No, I think that her story was pretty cut and dry there. <laughs> well, yeah, at the very end, yeah, we we got to see we got to see where she ended. I'm yeah. saying the beginning, what led up to her wanting to leave. Yeah, it explained that there was an unjust war and she was trying to stop it, but how did she get to that point? Probably read the comics to find out. But that would take reading. Yes, it's fundamental. Yeah, true. Uh I ordered a book. What book did you order? Um, the third book of the King Killer Chronicle. Uh, Patrick, what? Patrick Rothfuss is a uh, an author. He um, he wrote a series called the King Killer Chronicle. Um, it's a three book series that the first two books have been out for years, and theoretically they were going to uh, they were going to release the third one like four years ago, five years ago. But it kept getting pushed back and back and back. And eventually I just stopped paying attention to it. Found out uh, last night that it has been out for almost a month now. So, so basically you're saying he's George R. R. Martin. Basically, yeah. Uh, seems Except he actually uh, made a book. <laughs> yes. These, these fantasy authors tend to get sidetracked. Um, Roth, he his first two books... Uh, the, the Name of the Wind and The Wise Man's Fear. They're, they're good reads. I mean, if, if you like fantasy books, then get those two books. Take a look into them, and you'll, you'll probably enjoy them very much. I can't yet speak to the third one because it'll be arriving tomorrow. But uh, give it another week or two, and I'll be able to give you a brief synopsis of the entire story. I got so many things ahead of, you, ahead of your book to read. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I really need to actually sit down and... Crack open a book and actually read it. <laughs> yeah? What do you have? Dude, I got like three books ahead of that. Two of them kink books that I've had for years I still haven't finished. One of them is a book that I got because of the podcast when we went to uh, WonderCon uh, years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I still haven't cracked that one open. Dude. All right. Well, pass it my way. I'll, I'll crack it open and uh, I'll give it a read. I'll put it as priority before um, the third book that I'm about to read. 
Okay. We'll see what happens there then. So, Greedy. Yo. What brought about this change in your demeanor? The I, look. I just felt I needed a change. Um, my mistress called me out on my beard looking um, kind of scruffy, kind of raggy. So, I thought, you know... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna change something. So and, now you're oil tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't certain what look I was going to go with, um, and then this well, last weekend we had a straight razor class uh, mm-hmm. here at the local dungeon. The people that taught it, the the I, I don't I don't know what gender pronouns that they use. Uh, I kept hearing referred to as them. So um, they taught. Yeah, they taught uh, stri- several several things about straight razors. Um, they actually refurbished one of my straight razors that uh, that I've had for a couple of years. Oh wow! Um, I found out that it's over a hundred and thirty years old, and uh, the other one that I've got that needed refurbing as well got started. But you say refurbing, I just keep thinking you're talking about a Furby. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about uh, rust removal, repolishing. Um, regrinding the uh, the right bevel angle so it actually shaves. Um, ergo, my silky smooth face. It feels nice. Well, has to feel nice to somebody, I guess. Oh, you dick. Uh, but yeah. So how have you been? Uh, in general? Yeah. Been okay. Uh, just the usual work, gaming, life. I'm sadly not that interesting right now, listeners. Greedy can attest that I've pretty much just been doing much of nothing. Though I did get a bit of money in, and so I finally bought Smash Brothers on Switch and Spider-Man on PS4. Yeah? Yes. Thoroughly enjoying both of those right now. Very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hey, we have... We have something to announce to listener land. We've we've already announced it to some people. Um, we officially have our first patron. We do, we do. Our Patreon is set up, and we have a patron. It's freaking awesome. Um, Thank you, Nikki One Twelve. Was it? I think I'm gonna have to check that. You should know these things, man. I should. I should. Uh, Nikki One Twelve. Yes. Wow. She is going to do horrible things to you. In our D and D game, <laughs> well, bring it on, <laughs> <laughs> Nikki. We freaking love you. So, if you want to be a part of our Patreon, just look up Patreon forward Patreon dot com forward slash Gotham Press Podcast. Hmm. Where else can they find us? They can find us lots of places. Greedy. How about you tell them? Well. <sighs> You can In great find detail. us on Twitter. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, Gotham Press Podcast. <laughs> Gotham Press Pod. Gotham Press Pod. Uh, Facebook, The Gotham Press. <laughs> You're just doing it intentionally wrong now, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dick. Well. This uh, is what I have to deal with, listeners. Dude, we live together. I mean. I know. That's why I, I want them. Somebody save me, please. I want them to hear this for posterity. Hmm. Anyway, well, it's Gotham Press Podcast. Okay, email is gothampress at yahoo.com. Gotham Press Podcast at gmail.com. I love me. BDSMbler, I honestly don't know this one. Gotham so. Press Podcast. Okay. Um, Discord, search the Gotham Press. 
Or Gotham Press Podcast. Gotham Press Podcast. Yeah. Uh, Fet Life. Um, Gotham Press. Podcast. <laughs> the, the Gotham Press. <laughs> you were just willfully evil, aren't I'm you? I'm having so much fun with this today. Um, Patreon again. You can uh, search uh, patreon.com slash Gotham Press Podcast. Um, YouTube, search the Gotham Press or Gotham Press Podcast. Um, either one should bring you to us. Uh, all your major podcatchers, uh, the ones we use are Podcast Addict and um, uh, Podbean. And, and we're finally also, our website. I say we're also on iTunes. Oh, yes, yes, iTunes. Do you, do you use iTunes? I don't personally use iTunes, but we are on there for our listeners that do use iTunes because iTunes has a very, very, very large uh, base. Well, that's good that we're there. All their base are belong to us. <laughs> oh my god, I, I saw a video of that. I, I watched the entire story uh, just just so I could refresh in my mind because um, one of my friends posted a a remix of it. Okay. They they made a, a, a whole song of it. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up and uh, tag it or post it in the uh, show notes. But it was absolutely hilarious. I mean, it, it was it was just stupid funny. <laughs> so your kind of humor. Yes, yes, my kind of humor. So is that everywhere they can find us? I think so. Yay! We're in places and things. Pretty sure I didn't miss any that time. That time. That'll be a first. Well, that's because you have a list in front of you. Basically, this is, this is what it takes for me to get things done. You know, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna list off with the actual URLs <laughs> and names, and then you have no excuse. No. Then I will have no excuse. You are you are correct. And you will still do it anyway, just to spite me. Possibly. I'll I'll, I'll just drop one incorrect one just to keep you on your toes. <sighs> Listeners, save me. Hmm. So, um, I have a question for you. I got an answer. Let's see if they match. With, <laughs> with uh, gaming, be yeah. it uh, RPGs or card games like Cards Against Humanity or video games, mm-hmm. how do you not be a prick when you're gaming? Well, it all depends on the game that you're playing. Okay. Like, there are games that have co-ops, you know, cooperative play, or competitive play. If you're in a competitive game, being a dick is kind of in the kind of in the makeup of the game itself. Mm-hmm. Because you want to win, well, and yes. if you want to win badly enough, you'll be a dick to somebody just to make sure that you are the winner. Hey there, Coffee McGee. Coffee McGee. Yeah, she's she's in the background coughing. Oh, Coffee McGee. That was me. Oh, that was you. So, are you saying Coffee Magoo? Are you saying that he, that he sounds like a her when he coughs? Well, it, it was it was a it was an effeminate cough. <laughs> we love you. I sound like my mom when I cough. Speak up. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure the listeners heard that. I'm sure they did, but I just want I just want him to speak up. <laughs> Every time I drink whiskey, it's like mm, tastes like mom's kisses. <laughs> wow, that is so sad. Memories for you? Yeah, yeah. My childhood was very much the same. Except it was beer. Man, you poor kids. I had a great childhood. That's why we try to ruin it now. Anyway, 
back to the conversation we were having. You were asking about gaming and how to not be a dick. Yes. Have you encountered many dicks in gaming? I have encountered quite a few. Um, the well, the whole reason I brought this up today is... Because you were visiting the prison and you know, lots of dicks were there for you? Ha, ha, ha. Funny. No, um, I had an encounter in uh, one of the online games I play, Fortnite. I'm sure most oh, wait, of wait, wait, knows wait, this. Wait, 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 Fortnite is full of kids, trolls, mm-hmm. and a very, very few actual players. Yeah. Like, if we cut out those three, let's see. Kids, will say 33. Trolls, will say 64. And the remaining 2%. <laughs> Well, the reason, the reason I'm bringing this up, mm-hmm. um, I was I was in a squad, uh, four random people, myself and three others. Okay? Yeah. And in this squad, there was one guy, uh, didn't say very much, but absolutely stellar player. We, we wound up getting second place out of the, the tournament of 100 people. Okay. Um, so 25 teams, we took second. And it was just by the skin of their teeth that the other team won. Anyway, so early on, like maybe 10 minutes into the game, and this game lasted better part of half an hour, mm-hmm. maybe 10 minutes in, um, one of our players, the kid, uh, just gets starts getting totally owned. I mean, every time he encounters somebody else, he, he just he gets trashed. And he gets knocked down. And this guy that just knocked him down comes up and teabags him. Yes. And for, for listeners that don't know what that phrase is, it's where you come up in front of the, the player that you just beat and you squat and rise and squat and rise, basically saying, I'm putting my nuts in your face. Simulated, <laughs> simulated teabagging. Simulated teabagging. <laughs> and I heard this kid, and it, it, it was, it was kind of brutal to listen to. I mean... He was he was devastated. He he felt like he was uh, being nothing but a burden to the team, and he started talking about suicide. What? Yeah, and it's th- a video kid, game. I know, I know. I get that. You get that. But this kid was like ten years old, and at ten years old, I was not co- considering suicide over a video game. Neither was I. But at ten years old, we didn't have this kind of video game, did we? We didn't have video games that you could interact with people. Somewhere around the world. Okay, yeah. About and that. they would they would just fuck with you for the sake of fucking with you. No, we did not have that. The people that would fuck with me in video games were face to face. So <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's a different case. I mean, if if your friends want to screw around with you, that's one thing. They're not going to let you put a gun in your mouth. You know, this is true. Um, I suppose we should put a trigger warning for this too. We should definitely put we, a trigger. Th- warning. There's going to be a trigger warning posted in this. Anyway, um, so. This, this other player and I talked this kid down, and we, we started a party, uh, me, this other guy, and this kid, and right. we're, we're talking him down, we're making him, getting him to settle down. We wound up playing a few more games with him and teaching him how to play, Okay. and it got me thinking how much this is screwing people up. What, video games? I mean, no, no, not video games themselves, but other people in society. It's like if you have if you have no compassion for other people, you don't know who the fuck you're playing. You don't know who may be on their last limb. 
So, lighten the fuck up. You know, Greedy, here's, here, here's the thing. You are making a very valid argument. You are not the first. You will not be the last to make this argument. There are tons of people that feel the exact same way. Okay. The problem is they feel the same way, but they usually don't. They aren't verbal about it. They aren't vocal about it. Okay. The ones who are vocal are the trolls. The ones that cause the problems in the first place. And there are sadly far more of them than there are of good, decent people playing video games. Well, let's start this right now. What are you wanting to start, Greedy? Start being vocal about it. I mean, if if I, I I'm no I'm no good gamer. I'm I'm crappy to say the very best. <laughs> At the same time, I have fun with it, and I know where to draw the line. Yeah. I know when to screw with people, and I know when to draw it back. Um, if it's somebody that I don't have any sort of communication with, like, in, in that game, I can't talk to somebody that I'm opposing. Right. Okay? Um, I'm not going to mess around with them, because I don't know where they are mentally. And, God forbid, I get involved, I get, get in an altercation with someone in this kid's predicament. That... That would be devastating. I mean, that w- that would definitely hurt somebody out there, and I yes. I wouldn't know any better about it. But this is a reality, you know. So, be vocal about it. Stand up for people. Um, if you if you see somebody struggling in a game, help them. Help them. This this is gamer culture. This is what gamers should be doing. You know, boosting each other. That that increases our competitive our competitive natures. It helps us helps us make better our our society as gamers. I agree. It gives us gives us opportunities to build on each other instead of just tearing each other down. And I'm not saying don't have fun cuz that's the entire basis for gaming. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, but don't do it at the cost of somebody else's humanity. Right. But yeah, rant over. Are you sure? I don't think it's over. I don't know. I think it's over for this episode. I think it's over for this episode. I'm sure we'll be back. Listeners, be on the lookout for that. Mm. Mm. Do we need to like set up a whole section for Greedy Soapbox? You know that could nope. be a good thing. Nope. Nope. I already regret the idea. You suggested. I already regret it. Yes. Regret is a wonderful thing. No, it isn't. <laughs> Oh damn! What? I'm I'm just thinking about different things that that could uh, influence your life, and for that matter, what what could influence your life in kink? Um, for the better or for the worse? Yes. Um, obviously, a good experience with a, a community, a good experience with a dominant, a submissive, a good experience at a munch. You know, those are all things that can, you know, push you forward into your kink journey. A bad experience, though, let's say you have a bad scene or you have a bad play partner mm-hmm. um, on either side of the slash. Um, you have, I know from personal experience, um, not happening to me, but I was there when it happened. You have people sometimes that cause a scene. At an event, and because of that, it now triggers multiple people that don't feel comfortable anymore. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, can it, you can you uh, without identifying whoever it was? Can I elaborate? Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, what happened was there was an issue at our weekly event where a person who others were already a little bit uncomfortable around, but he hadn't done anything to. Um, what's I'm looking for here? To really just outright be told you have to leave. Okay. And then someone else came up, and apparently the rage just boiled over, and there was screaming and yelling. You looked at me like you don't know this. I was not present for this. You were not present, but I'm sure you heard about the aftermath of it. We, we I I know uh, yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. So that's something. Because I'm pretty sure I'm not sure if there were any first timers there that night, but if there were, I'm fairly certain that they're feeling, "Oh no, this is not something that I want to be a part of." Yeah, that's that's definitely not something you want in a uh, public community. Correct. So, and that's just an example of something that could that can really hurt somebody's kink journey. Okay. Um. Well, as that's as that's one that you have personally experienced. Yes. Is there something positive that really influenced your kink life as well? Uh, just in general. Yeah. Uh, there have been many positive experiences. Okay, so let's like, let's do like, one highlight. I'll just go with my first one. My first time going out to a kink event. Okay. I had no clue what I was in for. Uh Uh-huh. I just so happened to be going with a friend of mine, and she was kinky as well, but we neither of us had been to an event yet. So we decided we're going to go to this event. It was at a local bar back where I used to live. And it happened to just be down the street from me. I had no clue. And I went in, and the hostess of the event she was very kind she came up introduced herself and was like hey i'm yada 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 and just want to make sure that you're in the right place first of all you know verify that we were where we wanted to be uh-huh and then just kind of like didn't like hover the whole night because she's a very social person okay and so but she gave as much as as much time as she felt we needed to feel comfortable. Awesome. Like, like, hey, I need, you know, I'm this person and these are these people and ask questions. Hey, what are you looking for? You know, that sort of thing. Just kind of get get a quick rundown of what we wanted there. Uh, my first time, I was just really like, I'm just trying to see what what all this is about. And so she gave me a quick, again, quick rundown. And then just let me explore, talk to people. Fantastic. Yeah, that's a great experience. Hmm. What about you, Greedy? Well, what was your first time experience like? Not the, not the story you tell all the time. <laughs> I do love that story. But past that. Um, hmm. Uh, my, my, first, my first play experience. Uh, I, I know this is... This is the same same story that I tell, but it's a different part of it. Okay. This is something that I don't believe I've told anybody. Okay. Um, 
Gotham Press exclusive. <laughs> so, uh, as as the story goes, you know, I, I got into a CBT scene and... With no idea what CBT... Well, I'm sorry. With, with a tainted idea of what CBT was. Yes. Um, <laughs> taint. Taint, yeah. Uh, pun intended. Um, anyway, so my my now mistress and I did this scene and it it went wonderful and it ended um she stayed there for just a couple of minutes and made sure that I was okay you know did a little bit of aftercare um but she had committed to doing two scenes that evening and to her credit she thought that neither of us would show up we both showed up <laughs> so she did the scene with me and then she went over to do the scene with this other guy um, we'll call him IG. Okay? okay. So she's, she's flogging this guy and this guy towers over her. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big guy. I'm taller than my mistress. I am significantly larger than my mistress. This guy makes me look small. Oh, wow. So he's, he's standing up against the uh, St. Andrew's cross and she's flogging him and I'm I'm watching this whole thing, and I'm I'm just barely there. I'm barely conscious enough to realize, hey, this is going on over there. So I'm I'm semi consciously watching and You're looking, just running off all the endorphins and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was absolutely blazed out of my mind on endorphins. Um, but I was I was watching what they were doing. I was watching her interaction with him, and. There wasn't the chemistry there. I mean, it, it was it. It looked like they were both having fun. It was more but, mechanical than. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. This is. This is just something that I committed to doing, and it, it's not much more than that. Um, so I, I got to watch it, and I was thinking to myself, especially after that evening ended. You know that that didn't have a lot of that connection there. That that didn't have a lot of purpose to it. It didn't have a lot of pleasure coming out of it beyond just the physical realm. There, there was no emotional mental or spiritual or emotional connection between them, and that's that's pretty pretty much the moment when I knew for certain that she and I had to be together because there was that emotional connection. There was that that deeper bond that formed, and and then greedy started to play bodyguard. <laughs> a little bit. You know all about that. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um so when when people tell you that uh kink and BDSM are a physical journey, it's more than just that. It's it's so much deeper than just the physical. When you have somebody that genuinely cares for you, that wants to see you better yourself, not for their interest, but for yours, then you're going to grow. And they're going to grow as a result as well. So that just made me think of something. What's that? So last night, now, as you've known for years now, I have a baby girl back where I used to live. Yes. It's been a while since I have verbally spoken with her because she's been in various situations which kind of Prevented her from doing so. Oh. She was with someone that 
let's just say the jealousy ran very, very, very strong with this person. Ah. And how dare you talk to anybody? Ah, the green-eyed monster rearing its ugly head. Oh, that that thing isn't just green-eyed. It's green all over. The Grinch will get jealous. (laughs) But she recently um, broke up with this person. I don't know whether to apologize, say I'm sorry to hear that, or to say congratulations. Because on the one hand, that's shitty that anybody has to go through a breakup. But on the other hand, it sounds like it was the best choice for her. In my opinion, it was the best choice. But last night, I was on the phone with her. And it's been a while. And really what happened was I asked her a question a few days prior to that. That she hadn't gotten around to answering for me. Okay. And she was starting to answer me, but it was as I was driving home from my other D&D game. Nice. So I was like, can you just call me so we can talk? And so she called me and we talked. And it was great. It was actually, I really, really needed that. Because uh, as you're already aware, uh, Listenerland, you aren't aware, but... Awesome got broken up with again. <laughs> mm. And I have been, I don't want to say reeling, but. You've been a little down. I've been trying my best to not let it keep me down. But I know me. Yeah. I'm kind of a wuss that way. <laughs> and I'm okay with this. It's just how I am. Well, you can own your own shit, though. So. Yes. Um, but. We had a long conversation because the question I asked her was, to, in her opinion, do I seem like I'm a good dominant? And I'd had several other people that I had roundaboutly asked that question to. And I got pretty much the same answer from all of them, including her. But it wasn't until... I heard it from her where it actually kind of sunk in. Okay. Which, why her? I don't know. But it was just kind of one of those, oh, I'm not bad. It's just I've been with people that I may not click with on that level that I need to. Okay. And it just kind of, you know, helped me out quite a bit. So hopefully I'm in a much better mood, uh, you know. Going forward. You you do seem a little lighter today. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> hmm. I'm curious. Um, have you ever written an owner's manual? <laughs> I was actually just having a conversation about owner's manuals with, um, uh, with Corinne. Okay. Um, because I mentioned to her, or she, no, I forget if she mentioned me or I mentioned to her. One or the other. It talked about doing an owner's manual for her. Okay. And she had asked me about an owner's manual quite some time ago. I'm like, I don't even know myself well enough to do an owner's manual for me. Okay. That would take like soul searching on a level that I would probably just fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Look, I know myself that much. It would have to be something of for me. I would ask people, I would like, hey, you know me on this level. 
how do I seem? And then just kind of work from that. Okay. Because that's usually how I do. I can read myself based off of others. Like, how does this person see me? Okay. Do I agree with that? Is it true? And, you know, do a little bit of soul searching that way. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm sorry, Greedy. I just went on a little tangent there. No, no, no. That, That was good. That was good. I mean, write your fucking manual, though. I mean, the, the better you know yourself, the better you can be prepared to make those connections with other people, the better your uh, relationships as a DS couple will be. And that's the goal, to get into those deep relationships for mm-hmm. some people. There are others that just enjoy the flightiness and the fling of it. Yeah. yeah and there's nothing wrong with that. Go with what you enjoy. Because if you enjoy it, 99% of the time, there's at least one other person that enjoys it that way, too. That is true. Unless you're greedy and he just does some weird shit. Jerk. <laughs> we aren't even going to talk about um, makeup. <laughs> makeup? Clown. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I'll, okay. I'll <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, no. God. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, me. <laughs> no, you're God in the game. <laughs> but in the real world, you're just greedy. You know, if you want to cut me short like that, that's, that's okay. That's your prerogative. No, no, It'll no. I would never you cut you on. short, man. That's it. Just never cut you short. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that. Like I just did. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, I apologize, greedy. No worries. No, no it's, it's cool. It's cool. Revenge shall be mine. Listeners, what he's saying is my character is uh, <laughs> going to die in our next session. The end is nigh. That is a possibility. However small, it is still a possibility. Fairly well, Noctor. Ah, don't get me wrong. I, I, have, uh, I have no desire to kill off any of my characters, but it could happen at any point. Yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs> And on the next episode of the Got the Press podcast, you'll hear awesome rant about how God is a fucking liar. Are you sure? I can't see the future. You're right. Only God can. <sighs> Greedy. Yeah. You know what we haven't done? What's that? We haven't given the uh, secret word of the episode. Oh, what is it? So, the secret word of this episode... It's, again, two words, but it's one term. Hobble skirt. Hmm. Do you know what a hobble skirt is? I do not. A hobble skirt is a very narrow skirt that restricts the wearer's ability to take anything other than tiny steps. Very tiny. Like you are literally inching along in this thing. Okay. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of an example of a hobble skirt. Like I know I've seen some in like animated uh, things like you'll have the not Jessica Rabbit because she had a slit on her on her dress. Uh, I cannot think of the name of it now, but basically it was a woman in a very tight top, very tiny waist, huge butt, but in a hobble skirt where she was just kind of inching, 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 inching uh, as she walked everywhere. <laughs> Mars attacks. That one works too. That does work as well. That wasn't what I was thinking, but yes, that will work perfectly. Okay. (laughs) 
I, I am uh, looking forward to finding out what one you were thinking I, of. I'll find it and I'll show it to you at some point. Okay. But yes, so the uh, word this week is hobble skirt. And Greedy, I think this go round, they should tweet to us. Okay. So please tweet at Gotham Press Pod with the word of the episode. Once you do so, you'll be entered in the contest for this go round. Something to note. Um, I, I don't believe I made this clear on either of the previous episodes. Yes. Uh, for this drawing, you are not limited to one entry. You are limited to one entry per week. So, for uh, because I, I didn't make it clear before, um, for the first two, first two words that we had, um, we're going to make those valid still through uh, this next week. So, um, Wednesday the 24th will be the cutoff date for those entries and this one. Okay? As of the 24th... Is this our third word or our fourth word? I am not certain. Uh, I think it's our third. I think it's our third that we did the drawing for. Okay. Okay. Um, either way, uh, every 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 word up until this point is going to be valid through the twenty fourth. Okay. Um, after that point, you'll have a span of episode to episode, from the the release point to the release point of the next episode to get that valid entry in. If you miss the cutoff, then tough luck. You missed an entry. True bad. Hmm. So we'll we'll find out who's listening to our podcast uh, with frequency. So, it's gonna yeah. it's gonna be so disappointing. <laughs> uh, all one of you. <laughs> so should we just hand it over to uh, Nikki now? <laughs> well, probably. <laughs> no, um, we we still haven't announced what the new prize is going to be, and I'm not going to announce it yet. But we're working on a, a proper way to announce it. Yes, yes. Um, so as soon as we have that way to announce it, then you'll know. You you will know it by the episode. Um, Wait, greedy. Yeah. Is it the nozzle? Please Are we giving away the nozzle? <laughs> please don't move while we calibrate the nozzle. <sighs> I don't want it. Please keep get... your eyes open while we calibrate no! the nozzle. I want to get rid of the nozzle, damn it. The nozzle is now calibrated. <laughs> anyway. Please do not look away from damn it. the nozzle. Listeners, did you see what I started? I'm going to cut this whole section out just to spite the you. The nozzle is now calibrated. Just to spite you. I'm going to cut all that Thank out. you for calibrating the nozzle. Ugh. Horrible. Horrible. So, Greedy, did you have anything else this go around? I missed that show. I think I'm going to re Are you current? I, yeah. I am. Are you sure you're current? No. I'm going to re-binge all of it. Okay. Just so just so that I am. All right. That's fine. Hmm. So, that is that the more you had is a re-binging of Venture Brothers? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Greedy is of no use. So, <laughs> <laughs> listeners... Thank you once again for joining us here at the Gotham Press Podcast. Um, we're going to get a picture up of Greedy's new look. I would very much like to have my mustache on your mustache. 
Why am I laughing? That was a horrible joke. <laughs> oh, wasn't this, it? This is only encouraging him, and it's horrible. Yeah, but you love it. Actually, what we should do is we should send that directly to Zealist and have <laughs> the two of you have him come back to guest. Oh, dude, that would be phenomenal. Let's do that. I'm going to send him that right now. Right. Well, more importantly, though, he's going to have to find a time to get away because he is on uh, watch right now. Oh, yeah, he is. Because Leopard is almost ready to pop. Wow. They're having having kittens. Uh, Mama had a chicken. Mama had a cat. No, no. He was proud and he didn't care how. No, no. This is not cow and chicken. No, it's it's leopard and zealist. Yeah. A zitten? <laughs> a zitten. A zitten. Hmm. You know that that might work. A zitten? <laughs> Zeppard? Zeppard. Yes, I like it. <laughs> we really need to make sure they uh, listen to this episode. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Hey, uh leopard Best of luck. I know what you're going through is a um, you've had children? forgive the pun laborious endeavor. You, you've given birth to a child. I have not given birth to a child, but I have been by a woman's side for three. Uh, so I, I got to I got to be the coach. I got to encourage. Did you she know? break your hand? Yes. <laughs> Wait, really? Seriously? Oh wow! She she cracked one of my one of the bones in my right hand. Wow. I was out of commission for like six weeks. so Couldn't even stroke one out, man. Nope. You'd be shocked just how different it feels to go from right to left. <laughs> I mean, it's like a different person. So you were doing The Stranger for six weeks? Basically. Wow. <sighs> it was worth it, though. I'm sure it was. <laughs> hey, Zealus. Wear a glove. <laughs> no glove, no love? Uh, basically. Isn't that how they got in the situation now? I think it was planned. I'm not sure. Alright, we'll see. <laughs> well, we won't see anything. No, no, we won't be seeing Well, we'll it. see the aftermath. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure we will. Zealous Leopard, shout out to you guys. Best of luck. Can't wait to meet the edition. Can't wait to have you guys back on the podcast for, you know, an episode or two. Yeah, yeah. That would be nice, and since they're both on leave from work for a little bit, I mean, oh, they are. As far as I know, yeah, I was. We should definitely try to get them in sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah. If we get, if we get her to go into labor on the podcast, oh Jesus, our numbers will shoot through the fucking. Roof. That would be horrible. Well, the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> See, damn, you got it, huh? All right, so um. Let's let's try and get her in here for that moment she pops. We are not inducing labor on the show, though. <laughs> no, I wouldn't dream of something that bad. I think you already have, and it scares me. <laughs> well, awesome. Have you got any final thoughts? Um, when you're in a relationship, talk to the person you're with. Ask them what do they need from you. Hmm. Communication is a very, very important thing. Yes, it is. You are correct. If you don't know what you need yourself, think about it and try to write up a manual for yourself. Write that owner's manual. Writing an owner man- at writing an owner's manual can assist. 
I believe the owner's manual, the first first place that I ever found it was uh, eight things I knew or eight things I wish I'd known about polyamory before I tried it and fracked it all up. Um, a book by Cunning Minx. I've heard of that, but I've never read it. I've got it. I can I can lend oh. it to you. Yes, please do. Um, so, so are there stains all over this book? No, no, no. It's Good. not that kind of book. Okay. You can borrow my copy of the Ethical Slut if you'd like. Are you? Do you have stains all over that one? Maybe. I don't want any of your stains, greedy. Oh, dude. So I have this uh, trilogy of books, not the King Killer Chronicle, but uh, a different one, uh, Lost Girls, I believe it's called. It's a twist on um, fairy tales that we heard as kids. Uh, so, like, there's four main characters. Um, Alice, Dorothy, uh, Wendy, and... Oh, hell. Can't remember the fourth one. Anyway, it's it's a it's a fun, fun little sexy twist on several uh, fairy tales. Peter Pan, uh, The Wizard of Oz, and uh, uh, Alice in Wonderland. And... I, I would encourage you to read that one too. Okay. It might be sticky. Uh, <laughs> listeners, save me from this place. The way you can help really help save me is by joining our Patreon. So that way we can afford a bigger studio so I can just push him further and further away from me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eventually, we'd like to have two quiet rooms so that we don't even have to look at each other. We can only hope. Right. Also, listeners, if. You know of anyone that would be interested in listening to our um, what's the one I look for here? Podcast. Rants. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to oh. our rants. Please tell your friends. Tell them to join the conversation. Go onto any of our social media. Talk to us. We respond. Maybe not the quickest, but we respond. Damn it. <laughs> I, I I would say we we do respond pretty quickly. I mean, considering that both of us are on all of our social medias, and are we? Are we really? Well, most of them. Um, <laughs> but as far as as far as uh, getting quick response, the quickest way to go would be to hit us up on our Discord room. Right, that would be the quickest way. Um, I know that for me personally, I get notifications on any of our social media when anybody hits us up. Uh, Greedy, you should probably do the same because you know co-hosts and all. I actually do. Anytime, <gasps> anytime it jumps to our Gmail account, I get those notifications too. Uh, it doesn't even have to go to Gmail. I've just got... <laughs> it's okay, Greedy. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk off the air. We'll talk. We'll talk. Help me. Anyway, Greedy, it's been a great episode. There's no help for you. Uh, great episode, Greedy? I think so. It's been fun. It's been heartfelt. Right? <gasps> you shed a tear? Ah. I laughed. It was good. Care about your fellow man and woman and they... Yes. We all matter. Care about all the entities that you know. If you keep on pushing people away, then you're going to wind up feeling very, very alone. Unless you're pushing them off a cliff, then you're going to feel very happy. Yeah. So, greedy does not condone murder. Um, It's not necessarily murder. They fell asleep on the way down. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm just going to walk that way. Well, you do that, Greedy. 
Thanks for listening, folks. You have a great rest of whatever time it is today, and we will see you next time. Peace out.